0: This is Macy. This is Nicole. And you're listening to Buzzkillers! 100%
1: got so excited about that I slapped my microphone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're so excited to be together again.
1: (laughs) We are not recording on our normal day because the weekend was Easter and I was in Long Island. We were busy. Long Island. Long Island. And just a little quick shout out. Hi Aunt Ro, hi Aunt Colleen.
0: Hi! I, I don't know you, I but was, hi! I
1: was told that they listen, and I
0: was so excited. <laughs> That's so fun! I love when people say they listen to us.
1: Um. So hi to them. Thanks, guys, for listening. It means yeah. so much. We appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate it.
0: appreciate But guys, I'm so excited to be back. Yeah, we're back. We it, haven't seen each other in a while. You okay. probably can tell because we're like...
1: <laughs> we, I see, we really didn't even see each other last week, did we? We saw each other, I think, Monday. Monday. And oh. then... Guys, it's been a week and a day.
0: It has been a week and a day. And we are sad. We but are now we're happy because we're together again. Friend deprived. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I did have my mom here, though. So that was nice. Yeah. Hi, Mama V. <laughs> I got
1: to spend the whole vacation with Ryan's family. So that was nice.
0: Yeah, because you couldn't go over there before
1: because yeah. of the vid. It was, it's was. it been the last time we were down there was December 2019. We went down there for New Year's. Oh, my gosh. For 2020. Oh, wow. Yep. wow. When times were innocent, we were like, 2020 is going to be our year. Woo! It wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> it was the furthest thing from my year. <laughs> it was
0: no one's year.
1: <laughs> Literally. Oh,
0: my God. Um, I, I think everybody had a terrible year. Like nobody, I mean, I mean, I, it was nice because Tyler and I got a lot of time together. So yeah. that was nice, a nice part of it. But, like, I had some not great things happen to me in 2020. So.
1: I I was going to say, I feel like I went from, I had some really awesome stuff happen. And then I also had some really terrible things happen. Yes, yes, exactly. And there was just no solid in between. It was like every five seconds you were one direction or the other. And it was bad. One direction. Uh, The band. Remember them.
0: <laughs> kind
1: of. <laughs> they don't exist anymore. Do they not? Harry Styles. What? Um, oh. No. Oh, I thought. <laughs> no, they like all went solo. <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah. That's so dumb. Okay. <laughs> anyway, guys. That was weird. We random. found <laughs> it. <gasps> guys. We are drinking 19 Crimes Snoop Cali Rosé. Rosé. And we're dying. They announced that this was coming out, like, two months ago. And we've been searching and searching and searching. So long. And there were people, like, in California, because, of course, all the good wineries in California. Mm -hmm. They said, like, oh, this is the best one. We love this one. And I was like, where is it? And it finally
1: hit New York.
0: We (laughs) had already bought our wines for, like, the next millennia. And I... (laughs) I grabbed it, and I put it in the fridge for today. <laughs>
1: I'm sad because I was at the liquor store today, and now I'm kind of sad I just didn't grab a bottle for myself because, guys, this is it's amazing. So this
0: is the little – they don't really have anything about it, like how it tastes on the back. It's more about, like – yeah, they don't they normally don't put how it tastes on their
1: bottles. Yeah, it's found. more
0: it's more about the dude. So, oh, I wonder if he says new things. <gasps> we have to check the Living Wine label guys. Anyway, follow um, our
1: Instagram if he says anything new, we'll
0: put it on yeah, the Yeah, we'll put it on this in the Insta story. Okay, this is what it tastes like. Ripe strawberry notes along with delicate floral and rose petal aromas. Fruit forward notes of fresh raspberry, strawberry, and red cherry. Pleasant mouthfeel. <laughs> <laughs> With balanced acidity and sweetness. I love that. This does have a great mouthfeel. I enjoy that it says pleasant mouthfeel. That's
1: a straight mouthfeel. quote from 19crime's own fucking website. I, I can't. I'm dying. And it's so good. It is so good. I think this has been one of my favorites already. Like out I of all so of them. have so many favorites. We really do. I feel like I say that a lot,
0: but I don't know. This is good. This is really good. It is a ba- great balance of... Fruit acidity and mm-hmm. mouth feel. <laughs> I'm never gonna stop saying that. Oh, that's I love great. the mouth feel. Oh like my god, mouth feels.
1: I'm gonna be a terrible person. I'm gonna go like all those fancy wineries now and go to wine tastings and stuff. And I'm gonna sit there and be like, has a good mouth,
0: has a pleasant mouth feel.
1: Mouthfeel. <laughs> all the people, why do you go up like- to
0: like the bartender and you're just like, which of these wines do you feel has the best mouth feel? <laughs> do you think they just like burst out laughing or
1: <laughs> I'm just trying. I, I can see two reactions one they're just gonna burst out fucking laughing or other one they're just gonna stare at you for probably five seconds and then just
0: turn and walk away but then there's like a third one where they actually are like well it does have nice tones of blueberry and you're like wow <laughs> You know what a mouthfeel is. I want that one. <laughs> I wonder, I'm going to look it up right now. I wonder if this is like an actual word. Mouthfeel. Mouthfeel. I'm never going to stop saying this. I, now, that I, now that I've heard it, I'm not going to stop. That.
1: I have to text my sister and be like, is, oh this, a, is this a real wine term? Mouthfeel.
0: <laughs> mouthfeel. Definition from Google. Google. <laughs> the physical sensations in the mouth produced by a particular food. I enjoy this. And I just, there's a question right under, is mouthfeel a real word? <laughs> yes, it is a noun. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to say it forever. And it says, it, it,
1: it, it's not only drink, it's food. Yes. I'm going to use mouthfeel for everything. People are going to hate me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God. I, I feel like next time when, like, we next time we go to a bar, whatever that is, um, I'm going to go up to the bartender and be like, which wine that you have has the best acidic mouthfeel? <laughs> And see what they say. I'm,
1: gonna, I'm not going to say anything to Ryan tonight. And the next time he texts me when I'm at work and say, hey, what do you, you want to do for dinner? I'm just be like, I don't know, something with a good mouthfeel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's going to be like, the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what are you saying to me? Do you like? It? Oh, well, if you listen to the podcast, you would know. <laughs> you would
1: know, wouldn't
0: you? Oh, my gosh.
1: My own boyfriend doesn't even
0: listen. Aww. Tyler,
1: make him listen. I know you're listening to this. He does. <laughs>
0: He's nice about it. He, he says he knows too much. He's <laughs> like, I don't want to know all this stuff. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah,
1: we do tell you a lot, don't we?
0: Yeah. No, I mean, like, about the cases. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were talking about our personal lives. I was like, I feel like I do a good
1: job. I need you to know that. So, okay. Like I said, I was on Long Island. Yeah. So, where is Amityville? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, did you go? No, I wanted to so bad. We drove past it and I was like, Ryan, can we drive by it? And he was like, Maybe. We never got time. We, oh, okay. We well, not we'll have go time then because we want to go. But we were literally right there, and he was like, what So, wait, what? He was like, What was the story of Amityville again? And I was like, First of all, if you listen to the fucking podcast, you would know. Because
0: I did it on my birthday.
1: And then I very much just began to recount the entirety of the Amityville story to him. It was like, <laughs> Wow, I remembered way more of that than I thought, and it wasn't even
0: my case. But you know what's crazy? <laughs> you could also go onto our collective Google Drive and find all my notes.
1: Oh, shit, I thought <laughs> of. Just hand we, them to him. I'll just sit back, relax, and let me tell you let the story. Let me tell you the story again.
0: <laughs> you literally could do that because I'm yeah, we, weird.
1: On <laughs> the, when you go to Long Island, not only is there Amityville, but then on the way home, we drive past Sleepy Hollow.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. oh well, okay. Yeah, because I'm thinking about it to the way from Long Island to Albany. And you probably go a different way to get to Syracuse.
1: Actually, we go up to Albany and then over.
0: And you pass Sleepy Hollow? Yeah. Huh.
1: I guess I can't so. remember where it is. Don't ask. Well, I want to go there too. I very much just uh, once we hit the point of New York City, I just enter panic attack mode because oh it's terrible drivers and it's so anxiety inducing that I yeah, just I sit like there it. and have panic attacks for twenty hours straight until my boyfriend successfully gets us to the house. So <laughs> I drove um, all
0: the way to Florida once with a friend from Albany, and um, oh my god, I would have cried. It was terrible. H- hanging out with my friend was fun but like when we got to places where not that like the highway was not quiet it was like busy mm-hmm. it was scary because you didn't know where you were going yeah and i you really get to know somebody when you're in a car with them for 20 hours oh yeah so and Have you- florida i'm telling you it takes you 10 hours to get to the top or from the top to the bottom i the i did drive to florida and it was from
1: Massachusetts, but I was really little, so I don't really remember. My parents stuck me in the backseat with an old box TV and a bunch of fucking Spongebob episodes on a VHS tape. Woo! <laughs> That's how long ago that was. Um, <laughs> but and in college, I went to North Carolina, mm. and we drove straight through from Albany.
0: And That's not terrible.
1: Have you ever watched How I Met Your Mother? Yeah. You know how... Some of it. There's, have you ever seen the episodes where they're in um marshall's car no and he has the cd that's stuck in the cd player and did, it's did that one happen to you? song no <laughs> oh. but we it became like a challenge and okay say so you ever heard the the song 500 miles by the proclaimers um, and i yeah, would yes. walk 500 so that's the song that's the CD and that's the song that plays on, and it's like a challenge to see how long you can listen to it. We did I love it for, that song. we did it for like six hours straight. I didn't listen to that song for like three years. I love that song. <laughs> I
0: wanted to punch walls when I heard it. Have you ever seen the movie? Well, you never seen anything, but put it on your list. Benny and June. Nope, never seen it. Benny and June Haven't is a Johnny Depp movie, and I was obsessed with him when I was a child and watched everything that he ever did ever, and that was like the theme song of the movie. It really, yeah, and that's how I learned that song. It was great, I loved it (laughs) anyway. Okay, guys, now that we've talked successfully for (laughs) 11 minutes, (laughs) oops,
1: enjoy our tangents. (laughs) I don't, I don't care. Guess what? It's my podcast. I'll
0: do what I want, yeah, exactly. But we are talking about Canadian true crime this month. If you didn't know already, yes, we are. And I'm excited because I don't know anything about this, I didn't know
1: anything about this either, and you wish you didn't. There was a lot of pictures.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. A lot of That's pictures. What happens and new cases.
1: you will learn that you don't want those pictures. Did you look at them? I did see them. <gasps> well, you know, Murderpedia and the fact that they love to put up photos when they have them. And it was like they had two different sections for him. Oh, no. And it was one of him. And then there was one that was just called Evidence. And I was like, what's this?
0: <laughs> Whee! I wish I didn't click it. I oh have no. odd images
1: in my brain. They're not that bad, but they're just weird. And I just wish I didn't see them.
0: Oh, no. That was <sighs> so like when Morbid covered the toy box killer. No. And they were like, you can look at these pictures if you want. And I was like, no. No, thank you. No, I don't want to look at them. And like, it's so bad when I have to look up pictures for the podcast because I'm like, incognito tab. <laughs> Let me look at these crime scene photos. Right? Uh,
1: There's, I, I Sometimes I work on my notes at work. Uh-huh. And I've, like, had to scroll past things. And, like, people have walked into the room and I've been, like, I have to scroll really fast away. Because there's just, like, pictures of dead bodies and stuff on my screen. And I'm, like, I don't mean to be looking at these. But it's just, like, in the article. And I can't. I, I can't to- stop it. I need the information. Oh, my <laughs> I God. I swear. But, guys, now are we talking about Colonel David Russell Williams. Colonel David Russell Williams. He eventually okay. had that title stripped.
0: Good. Mm. I don't know anything about him, but good. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this,
1: I texted Macy this earlier and I went, you're going to leave this case just going, why? Why? Because that's still what I'm doing and I don't know why. I really don't know why. it's killed me.
0: Okay. I'm so, ready. Okay. Kind of, maybe.
1: David Russell Williams. He goes by Russell. He was born in Bromsgrove, England. And I apologize if I said that incorrectly. (laughs) That's how it's spelled. Bromsgrove. Okay. And he was born on March 7th of 1963. His parents were Cedric David Williams and Christine Nani Williams. Um, He was the first child um, of just two. For once, I'm covering a small family. (laughs)
0: <laughs> like the last like
1: eight cases I've done, I've been like he was one of twenty. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so he was the firstborn child, and he only had one um one little brother, and his name was Harvey Rise. And um, in 1968, when Russell was only five years old, they immigrated to Canada. Okay, um, and they went to Ontario. Um, this is the weird part. His childhood was not difficult. He. Kind of had a normal upbringing. His parents did get divorced. Okay. Um, they When they moved to Canada, both of his parents made friends with neighbors. And it was a neighboring family, and their names were Marilyn and Jerry Sovkas. Sovkas. Okay. S-O-V-K-A-S. Sovkas. Sovkas. Yeah. I think. Apologies. <laughs> There's probably 18 people screaming at me through their <sighs> freaking stereo right now. Um, <laughs> Face palm. <laughs> so they became very close with these people. They kind of started hanging out with them. They were good Wait, family. his mom or his dad? Both of them. They were good. They were all friends. All oh, of them. Oh, okay. So it wasn't long after moving that it was October of 1969 that Russell's mom, Christine, actually ended up filing for divorce claiming that Cedric had had an affair with Marilyn. Oh. And just a few months after that divorce, Jerry had also divorced Marilyn, and Jerry and Christine got married.
0: So they were all having affairs with each other? So they were either
1: all having affairs with each other, or Christine was just pointing fingers to make herself feel better. <laughs>
0: oh my
1: gosh. I'm not quite sure which one it is. <laughs> anyway, they got married, and... um. Marilyn, I'm sorry, not Marilyn, Christine kept all the children with her. Um, and so they took on Jerry's last name, Sofka, And they all moved in together and lived together. And like I said, it was a pretty normal life. He was kind of shy. He was, they said he was stubborn and demanding. And I
0: was like, okay, what little kid is not stubborn and demanding? Right.
1: Um. He attended Birchmount Collegiate High School in Toronto. And during his high school years he was a newspaper delivery boy he studied piano and trumpet um he was a really smart kid um he had no trouble in school um and then in 1979 his stepfather actually got a brief job working in South Korea so Ah. for a year they actually left Canada and worked in South Korea until they returned it was literally just a year he became um it said he was the head of a project in a nuclear power plant over there. So oh, he went okay. to oversee this project, and once it was complete, they returned They came back. Got it. So when they returned, both Harvey and Russell were sent to UCC, which is Upper, Upper Canada College. Okay. And this was a boarding school. This is not a college. Oh, it wasn't an actual college. Yeah. Okay. So they went there for a little while, and then Harvey—I'm sorry, not Harvey. <laughs> Harvey's his brother. <laughs> I looked right at the name Harvey— Russell, they graduated and they went to college. Um, When Russell went to college, he just, like, stopped talking to his family. What? They just, they said that when he went off to college, he just, like, didn't keep contact with them. That's weird. He just, like, left and didn't care. It was really weird. That is weird. Um, So he left and he went to the University of Toronto in Scarborough. Okay. And he majored in politics and economics. He did really well. Um, During this time, um, he actually changed his name back. So he wasn't Savka anymore. He went back to being Russell Williams. Huh. And there was really no explanation as to why. Most of the articles I read about it literally just said he changed his name back. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like... I don't know if he just didn't like a stepfather or he, I don't know. Okay. Um, okay. <clears throat> but like I said, he didn't have a lot of contact with his family. It was
0: really bizarre. But even with his dad, though, either.
1: Yeah. His, huh. You'll, um, let's see. So I wrote it down here. Oh, I wrote it down. It's a little later on. Um, uh, <laughs> so I'll get there. But, okay. Um, so while he was at university, he got his pilot's license and he did actually start dating a woman, um, whose name was not mentioned anywhere. Okay. they dated for a, quite a while um, and eventually their breakup did not go very well and the people he was friends with said after this breakup he was really reserved and just like shut down Huh. and he just kind of closed himself off from everybody and didn't want to, anything. He, not and, like he wasn't really anyway I guess. Yeah <laughs> and um, he, they said that after that he didn't date again for a very long time well, wow. OK, like, this relationship just like broke him, apparently. Hmm. He um, First loves. they so, intense. oh, this is where I wrote it. So, like I said, he didn't keep a lot of contact with his family. Um, his stepfather received another job doing something similar like he did in South Korea. But this time it was in Hawaii. Oh, so he Ooh. was off in Hawaii with his mother um, and his biological father had actually gotten remarried. And funny enough, was living in Schenectady. Schenectady, New York. Um, I can pronounce that one.
0: Schenectady.
1: Schenectady. Schenectady. Anyway. Um, so he went on. He graduated from university, and he just continued to live in Scarborough by himself. He didn't go home. He like didn't. Huh. That's so, so weird. All of friends. It said he lived in a really small basement apartment. He was a waiter at Red Lobster. Um, and it, yes. said, it said he was obsessed with the movie Top Gun. With Tom Cruise. Yes. Um, For those who don't know, Top Gun was a movie, I believe it came out in the 80s, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And it's Tom Cruise plays a pilot. Yes. And he's, it's it's a very, it's a good movie. It's not the greatest, but it's a good movie. And of course he falls in love with the military lady. And
0: Is that Demi Moore?
1: I can't remember.
0: Or, I know that he did do a movie with Nicole Kidman, but I don't think it's that movie. No, it wasn't Nicole Kidman, if I remember correctly. It might be Demi Moore. Oh. <gasps> Tell me if I'm right.
1: (laughs) I've seen this movie once. (laughs) My mom will be like, oh. It was one of those movies (laughs) that that was on my list. And my dad went, you've never seen Top Gun? And I had to watch it that night. And I didn't want to watch it that night. And I kind of sat through it and was like, (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't that bad. I was just grumpy. (laughs) (laughs) So... um, from there he actually joins the canadian forces um so in 1987 at the age of 24 he enlists in the canadian forces it took him three years to earn his wings and become like a pilot with the forces um and he was stationed in la prairie in manitoba um
0: (gasps) lee that's where that was is it really outside of was outside of there Holy shit! Mm-hmm. That's so crazy. Um, Everything that happened with Vince Lee. Canada's huge. What the fuck? I know. <laughs> um, what a kewinky dink. So
1: he actually spent two years here. He was a flight instructor until he was promoted to being a captain in 1991. Um, and it was in 1991 that he actually met and married Mary Elizabeth Harriman. Okay, and. She was just your average girl. She had a degree in applied science, a master in adult education. Um, Their marriage was a happy one, as far as everybody could see. Okay. This, like, you're sitting there going, where does the shit begin?
0: Yeah, when does the shit hit the fan? <laughs> yeah, like,
1: this is weirdly normal. I And I did the same thing. I was like, okay, I know the weird stuff. When does the weird stuff happen? Oh, yeah. I could not figure it out. And it's just... This is, that's my that's my word this week weird weird <laughs> so they get married they're living happily um he got moved around quite a bit um obviously military yeah military military he was shoved all over the place um and they eventually in two thousand six they settled in Orleans which is a suburb of Ottawa okay and they also had a small cottage in a town called Tweed. Tweed. I know uh, it took me forever to like. I had to Google these places. I was like, "Are these real places?" And so that's tw- like
0: when Michael Scott says, "I have the need, the need for tweed." Yes. Um.
1: So they have. They also have this little cottage that they use like occasionally, and it's about okay. two hours away. Uh, it's like southwest okay. of Ottawa, um, towards like Ontario okay and they don't use it often it's kind of just like when he travels around sometimes that's his in-between spot like they don't really go there a lot Um, okay so up until this point like i said russell is an average guy with an average life a wife living living his life doing his thing and you're like K-Russ, what's up? <laughs> when you going to break, bud? <laughs>
0: K-Russ,
1: what's up? <laughs> Literally. Okay. So, it's now 2007. Okay. And all of this comes to light after one incident that gets him caught. Okay. So, I'm going to tell you it in order. But all of this came forward at the same time. Okay. So, he gets caught for one crime. And goes down. Like Ted Bundy. For everything else. Yes. So in 2007, Russell began breaking into nearby houses around God. both his Ottawa home and his Tweed home. <laughs> Tweed. <laughs> Is that fun? Tweed. <laughs> so he would canvas these homes. He would wait till nobody was there and he would break in. He would steal personal items like. Family photos and random stuff. But most often, he stole women's underwear. Oh, no. Take a wild guess where the snowball rolls. Um, oh, God. <laughs> so. I don't like that. At one point, he entered the home of a 12-year-old girl, where a 12-year-old girl lived. He proceeded to spend nearly three hours trying on Her underwear and taking photos of himself in it. What? Yes. Like, go down, like, what? Yes. These photos range from him wearing the underwear to him with an erect penis with the underwear draped over it. What? To photos of him masturbating while wearing it and like laying on the girl's bed.
0: Oh my God.
1: These photos all existed. Police found every single one of them. Where? That's how this is so detailed. You'll find out.
0: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. So there's a few other break-ins. Some of them documented him, like I said, lying on the bed of a 15-year-old girl holding her teddy bear while he masturbated. Um, oh, my God! Other photos were him licking or kissing girls' underwear, some of them stained with period blood. ew,
0: what is wrong with this dude? And at the
1: same time, he was also just stealing it and keeping it
0: so like he'd take pictures with it, but then take it with him. Mm-hmm. Oh my God mm-hmm. okay, so at this point. Russell had successfully broken into
1: 62 homes and had not been caught.
0: What? Well, I mean, military (sighs) training. Oh, no. So, unfortunately,
1: this became not enough for him.
0: I don't like this.
1: In (laughs) September of 2009, he committed his first sexual assault. And this is what he was charged for. He was charged for sexual assault on this. Okay. So this victim chose to stay anonymous. So her name was Jane Doe throughout this whole thing. Okay. Um, Her name was redacted from every source I looked at. You can't find her. She chose to be anonymous. Okay. Um, But she did testify. So she came forward, but she just didn't want her name in it.
0: Yeah, which means when they go and do like, when like there's that person who's always doing like the care, like the drawings the character, characters. it feels like it's caricatures but it's really it's not. not it's just the court drawings yeah like they can't draw her mm-hmm. and then if they do it televised they can't show her face exactly because i've actually mm, if anybody like, else has been watching the derek chauvin trial like i have i have not i've been avoiding i i'm very angry i was gonna
1: say <laughs> i think i'd break my fucking tv so i am very angry
0: well actually prosecution's doing a great job just my personal opinion. <laughs> um, but it watching it all over again makes me very angry. But like there was a girl in it who because they've televised the whole thing. Yeah. That she, they, they she chose not to show her face. Yeah, and
1: they do that thing where they like put you in the room with the weird backlighting, so you're just like a silhouette and then they change your voice.
0: Well, yeah, if you're like like on a documentary or something.
1: Yeah. Like that. That's what I picture. <laughs> <name is> <laughs> Those like dramatic things from the eighties. My name is Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to testify. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that.
0: Okay, so she was
1: anonymous. So she stayed anonymous, um, and she did testify, but um, she has, she came forward and filed a complaint with authorities. He broke into her home one night while she slept. She was home alone with her infant daughter. Oh no. Nice. He broke in, he tied her up, and blindfolded her. He fondled her breasts, all while assuring her he would not hurt her or the baby. Uh He took dozens and dozens of naked photos of her. So he assaulted her, and she obviously went to authorities. Um, but at the time she didn't know who he was. So oh, no. It was about to be like, did she know this n- dog? Nothing oh, okay. was I mean, she, he blindfolded her. It was nighttime, it was dark. Oh so my God. she had no idea. Um and you'll find out a few details about that later on. That uh, are I don't like there's this there's a few details from these next two things that are like, Are you kidding me? He's icky. P- police doing police things. No. Uh, police doing that thing where you're like, God damn it, you're police. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So Um, he assaulted her and then not long after he just started to spiral and he broke into another home. Um, this woman's name was Lori Mazicott, and she was another one that came forward and testified in his trial. Um, and at this point he had actually broken into her home previously, multiple times when she was not there. Oh, so...
0: Like, purposefully? Yes. Oh, okay. Because I knew he
1: canvassed shit. He had broken in and stolen some of her lingerie and her underwear. Uh, so he's already been in this home.
0: I don't like
1: that. Um. So he breaks in, and just like with Jane Doe, he tied her up and he blindfolded her. Um, He posed her in sexual positions and took tons of photos of her. He was there for about three hours. He did not rape her. Um... And at one point, I'm sorry, I did skip this when he broke in, she was in bed, she was asleep mm-hmm. He punched her in the head while she was still sleeping, and like that's that's how she woke up. Oh my it was just somebody like on top of her punching her in the head. He apologized to her and gave her aspirin while she was tied up. what and then he left. that's so. Weird. So at this point, he has yet to rape anybody. Okay. He okay. is assaulted, but he is not raped. Got it. Mm, and it goes really downhill. Oh no. So after the assault on Jane Doe and the assault of Lori Mazzacott, big ass trigger warning. Oh no! Big ass trigger warning. I don't like it. This is horrific. Oh no! And I, I, I like read it. through this far too many times. Um, so in November of tw- two thousand and nine, okay, Russell begins stalking a woman. Her name was Marie France Camus. I'm probably saying this wrong. I believe that's Did we what
0: say what did we figure out what it co-
1: was? Komu, Comu. Komu. I believe. C-O-M-E-A-U, guys. I am not French, and I apologize if I'm saying that incorrectly. I did try to find a YouTube video with the pronunciation, and I'm probably still butchering it. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so Marie France was a 37-year-old military flight attendant. Um, she came home one night and found Russell hiding in her basement. Oh my god, uh, that is like my worst fucking nightmare. They began to struggle. Oh my god. Um unfortunately, Russell overpowered her and began beating her in the head with the flashlight. He then proceeded to wrap her head in duct tape.
0: Oh my god, leaving
1: only her nose uncovered. He then spent two hours torturing and raping her while she begged for him to stop. Oh, my God. And when he was done, he placed one final piece of duct tape over her nose and watched her suffocate to death. And when she died, he proceeded to just clean the scene up, leave her there, and left. And they know so much about this because he videotaped the entire thing.
0: Are you fucking kidding me? Nope. Oh my god. He
1: photographed and videotaped everything he did. Everything. Uh. Marie France was discovered dead in her home on November 25th. And it was quickly ruled a homicide.
0: Well, I mean, she's got fucking duct tape all over her fucking head. (laughs) Yep. Um... So, they're, they,
1: have but they've got nothing. They've got nothing to go on. Well,
0: I mean, if he cleaned up the scene and nobody, how long, wait, when did he kill her? Um, that's the thing. It just said in
1: November of 2009 was when he attacked her. Oh, and it says okay. she was found November 25th. So, I don't know how many days or how, like, okay. how long it okay. took between the attack and them finding her. Got it.
0: Okay. Okay. Um. I was t- like, because she could have been there for fucking days. Yeah.
1: Some things were really specific with dates, and then others were like a month. It was like within a month timeline. Yeah, I right, hate when things do that. So I did the best I could getting the dates. So. Okay. To kind of oh narrow it down. Oh, my God. Poor thing. So. And then there's the case that brings him down. Good. Fucker. He has a very quick, like, spring into crime. And then a really fast downfall. Which is good. Which is good, but he still did a lot of bad during his time. Ugh. And this is even worse. Oh, no. Um, so. <sighs> after the murder of Marie France, he actually, like, he took a couple months and he didn't perform any break-ins, no assaults, nothing. He stepped back for about two months. Yeah. Um. And it was on January 28th of 2010 that he committed the crime that does lead to his capture. I hate this. Russell broke into the home of 27-year-old Jessica Lloyd. She was asleep. He bound her with rope and blindfolded her with duct tape. He then spent three hours sexually assaulting her forcing her to perform fellatio. And after this, he then took her and brought her to his cottage in Tweed.
0: Oh, no. No! Where he
1: proceeded to continue to assault and torture her for nearly 21 hours, they believe.
0: Oh, my God.
1: 21 hours. And that's after three hours at her own house. That's a full... Day of rape and torture.
0: Oh.
1: He, like the sick fuck he was, recorded
0: the whole fucking thing again. I think that's disgusting, but at the same time, thank you for doing that because the police fucking nailed you. They have everything. They have everything you ever fucking did ever, and literally, there's no way that you can ever say you didn't. Literally, down to the fucking second, they have <sighs> everything he
1: did. He throughout this recording assured her many, many times he was not going to kill her.
0: I hate. Ugh, eventually, so angry. <laughs>
1: yeah, he eventually does knock her unconscious with the flashlight and strangle her to death.
0: Oh my god. He then proceeded
1: to leave her body in the cottage for three days while he just went back to work. And he returned on the third day to clean up the house and bury her remains. Oh my god. At this point, her family had already reported her missing. Yeah. She, they reported her missing on the 29th. Oh, good. The day after. Um, they had it down to, she had sent a text message at 10.36 p.m. to a, a family friend. And after that, there was nothing from her. Nobody heard from her again. Ugh. Um, and her family her family immediately went to authorities and was like, This is not Jessica. She would have reached out to us. Like, we're always in contact. Like, that's just how our family is. She doesn't just go radio silent like this. Like, yeah, not without not, telling not us. Not without telling us, like, having some form of explanation. She's just gone and we can't find her.
0: Oh my
1: god. So by the 30th, police made a public statement saying her disappearance was being treated as suspicious and asked the public to try and help locate her. A search party went out that same day and by the next day they had um, helicopters looking uh-huh. for her too. Okay. Um, by February 2nd, they actually had a Facebook group set up dedicated to trying to find her and it already had 34,000 members. God, she had a lot of people that loved that her.
0: Wanted to find her. Wanted oh. to find
1: her. So, police collected a lot of evidence from Jessica's home, including a set of very distinct tire tracks. This smirk on Macy's face makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> so, <I'm a> fucker, <laughs> he deserves. Got him. <laughs> um, so in an effort to locate the vehicle. Uh, the police actually began canvassing the local highway and they were huh. they were stopping cars that had unusual tires. They literally said, quote, unusual. Tires.
0: How can you stop somebody on the highway? Aren't your tires going so quickly that you can't see?
1: That's what I thought. I have quite literally no idea. Somebody in CSI, please help me with this. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, how do you how stare?" Do you st- How do you stare at a car going 75 and go, yeah, they have funky tires?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, unless they're checking them in a place. Because I know on on highways when you get towards the city, they'll slow down the speed limit. Mm. So maybe they were doing it like there?
1: I mean, who knows? It didn't really say. Maybe they had some kind of checkpoint set up. It just said that they were canvassing the highway and stopping cars with what they thought were unusual tire treads. Okay, okay. So at one point... Russell gets pulled over. Fuck yeah. And while he is stopped in his Nissan Pathfinder, the local police that have him pulled over go, You see the treads on that tire? The treads on that tire look a hell of a lot like the tracks outside her house. Like a hell of a lot like those tracks outside her house.
0: Oh my God. So
1: they noted him and they let him go. Okay. And they immediately put him under surveillance. <laughs> oh, um, <yes. laughs> And they That's... were like, um, oh, buddy, you're done. Um, <laughs> smart. So he, unbeknownst to him, is now being watched.
0: <laughs> Don't you love it? And this, <laughs> I do- love it.
1: this doesn't take very long. So they match his tire. What did they
0: do, like take a picture of it or something? I
1: have no idea. Oh, I don't okay. know if like while he was stopped there, if there was a second cop that took a picture of the tire or what happened. They okay. don't really explain it, but they do say that it didn't take very long and they matched the tire. Okay, okay. So they matched hit the tires on his Nissan to the, the tracks that were found in the snow outside of Jessica's house. So they bring him in for interrogation. Detective Sergeant Jim Smythe interrogated him for almost 10 hours. Oh my god. And he finally cracked. And he just...
0: Did he like pour out like a fountain?
1: Yes. <laughs> Basically like <laughs> word vomit. Somebody <laughs> cracked a jar full of jelly beans and they were just spilling all over the fucking
0: You place. can't catch them. You're <laughs> trying to like pick them up. <laughs> shove them inside
1: <laughs> and they just keep falling back out. Oh my god. <laughs> that that was Russell. <laughs> oh my god. So a full videotape of his confession can be found on YouTube, guys. Oh my god, did you watch it? It's an hour long no i did not get to watch the whole thing i did not get to watch the whole thing a lot of it is it's actually been transcribed too you can find that online too Um, oh
0: i know that they did that for rosemary west with all of her stuff and murderpedia had them I those. yeah
1: murderpedia does have the transcription um i i am gonna link i do have the youtube it's in my show notes so you guys if you want to watch that you can it will be in our notes section awesome
0: Awesome. but you
1: can watch this almost hour-long confession to all of these crimes
0: Oh, my God. And they thought they were just trying to get him for the one.
1: So, he confessed not only to the murder of Jessica Lloyd, but to the murder of Marie France, as well as to the two sexual assaults, and to 82 break-ins slash burglaries. 82. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this man this really should have asked for counsel. Yeah. I would have, I'm like, ah... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm glad that he just spilled his beans. Oh, but me too. Fucking hell! I feel like
0: those. Lawyers, I feel like those like investigators are probably like, uh, dude, do do you, you sure you don't want a lawyer? Right? <laughs>
1: yeah. He just like opened his mouth. <laughs>
0: okay, milk. I mean, fine.
1: It, and it's it, it's kind of funny because last time I covered Henry Lee Lucas. And he confessed and confessed and confessed to all the shit, but none of it was true. This guy it. just, like, confessed and confessed and confessed and literally did every single fucking one of them.
0: I mean, Carrie Stainer did the same fucking shit. hmm He just was like, oh, yeah, I did this one, but you want to know about those other girls, too? <laughs> like, and they are like, huh?
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so he just poured his heart out and gave police literally everything they needed. Oh, my God. He... Some sources said he used a map to tell them where he had buried Jessica's body. And then some say that he actually took them to it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I hate that. It's so confusing because you can't tell which was one it is. Literally every
1: source flip-flopped. Um, but all all of them said that she was found off of Cary um, Road only 13 minutes from Russell's Tweed Cottage. <laughs> um, he even directed authorities... To where he could, where they could find his stash of stolen undergarments and personal belongings, along with all of the photos and all of the videos, oh he my God. gave up quite literally everything. Wow! So he was formally arraigned on February eighth of two thousand and ten. Um, authorities actually even ended up opening up other unsolved cases in the area just to make sure that he had not committed committed them them. right um he was ruled out of all of them these are the only ones that he is linked to there weren't even anyone there weren't any that even said like they suspected him and he just didn't confess like these are the only ones okay um they officially did manage to tie him to 48 of those burglaries because a lot of them had not been reported a lot of people didn't even know their houses had been burglarized
0: yeah i mean if you're going and taking like things from people's underwear drawers
1: girl if i'm missing a pair of underwear i'm assuming my dryer ate it not that my cuckoo yeah. neighbor has broken in tried i just lost two socks my- i don't
0: think that my the cuckoo neighbor is gonna like be <laughs> taking my shit
1: i'm sorry i just had a really great image of josh running around with like <laughs> two pink socks on like <laughs> 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 he got my my socks my brother-in-law he lives next door <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I wasn't <laughs> talking specifically about this house. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it, just,
1: it just made me go because that was the first thing that came into my head. Oh, man. It's like Josh with your socks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, oh, oh, I took them. <laughs> and there's,
1: there's the wine. Yes, it is. <laughs> there is also the fact that it's freaking 930 at night. <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. Yes. Um. So they they found everything Pair of underwear, lingerie, undergarment that he stole. He had it cataloged. Everything was individually baggied, labeled. He had boxes, boxes full of the stuff he had stolen. Where from did he have it? People's. His house. It was in his house? In Ottawa, where his wife was. Did she know about this? People theorize. She had to have known about this. I I think she turned a blind eye. I will tell you a little bit more about this coming up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> because there's some lawsuits that come out. Oh, man. So they found all of this. They actually even found a few pillowcases in the garage that were filled with some of, like, the stuff he had stolen. Like, he just literally had it. It was everywhere. They oh said it God. like it was in the garage, it was in the basement. He had a bag next to the bed that had his ski mask in it. Like
0: the There's bed no way this lady didn't wife. know about it.
1: No shit, right? I was like, what?
0: Tyler <laughs> drops a fucking water bottle under his bed and I know about it. Right? <laughs> his bed, our bed. What um, am I talking about?
1: <laughs> and that's the thing, she doesn't come up much in this until the trial and after the trial. Okay. Um, so in April of 2010, he is put into the Quint uh, detention center. In a bunch of Canadians are going to yell at me, Napanee, Ontario. Okay, I'm I feel it's right. N a p a n e e, Napanee, Napanee. I like it's it. It's fun to say. There's pro- there's a bunch of groaning Canadians right now.
0: They're all going, Oh, you stupid, American?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what all our UK listeners did when I did. Fried and Rosemary West—they were like <laughs> face palm. Please make it stop.
1: What are you doing? <laughs> um, once he was put into this detention center, he was quickly moved to suicide watch. Oh. He attempted to kill himself by. <laughs> this is a new one for me. He tried to shove the cardboard toilet paper roll down his own throat.
0: What? Yep.
1: Okay. And this is from every single source I read. And I was like, "How do you do that? Like, how it's that's uh, like choking yourself."
0: Yeah, you're like, and like you think yourself. that that
1: would like it would like soften up and expand. So I'm like, oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm like trying to picture that. And I was like, ah. Then, um, thankfully nope. the guards caught him. Okay. And were able to thwart this attempt. Um, he then went on a hunger strike which didn't last very long, and he was put into solitary confinement with 24-hour watch. Oh Um, my gosh. And he was there until his trial began in October um, of that very year. So on the 18th, he was tried in the Ontario Court of Justice in Belleville, Ontario. Okay. He made this trial exceptionally easy by pleading guilty to all counts. Yay! (laughs) He was just like, no man i did
0: this well um, there's no way that he can say he didn't there's literally no way <laughs> there's, that's what i was like mm, aside from I like i don't like that you videotaped all of this but also <laughs> thank you because you tied your own hands behind your back mm-hmm. like you outside dug your own of,
1: grave buddy outside of literally trying to sound insane and being like no i have, I have a twin
0: like, <laughs> i have an evil <laughs> twin named <laughs> tussle <laughs> I have an evil twin named Tussle. tussle. And he did this.
1: <laughs> it was him.
0: <laughs> it was him.
1: Anyway. <laughs> we're sorry, guys. Oh, my God. I'm tired. And There's wine. Uh, um, Let's see. Where'd I go? So you're talking about Tussle. So, yes, he pled guilty to all of this. Good. And even though he pled guilty, they did still present evidence to the court.
0: Everything. Yay. <laughs> they presented
1: everything. Good. They were like, guys, guess what? We have it all.
0: Guys, nice, guess what? We have it all, so we're going to show it. And
1: <laughs> so, unfortunately, they were shown pictures of him in the undergarments and masturbating on the bed, and they were shown portions of the awful videos.
0: Oh, They no.
1: were literally shown
0: everything. Oh, no. Um,
1: and like I said, um, I said to you when we paused for a hot moment and made you, like, squeal a little bit. <laughs> Some of these photos that he took of himself in the ladies' underwear
0: mm. were published in the local newspapers. And this was my reaction when she told me this. What? Yep. <laughs> and and not- I was like, wait, I'm gonna start recording now. Don't talk
1: anymore. <laughs> so they published these and they said that they were do they they justified them sharing these photos by saying they wanted to drive home the severity of his crimes. Okay and the po- the the photos that they published are not as graphic as you'd think. it is just gross a strange gross. picture of it's like a it's they're like they're Polaroid pictures basically, and it's this hairy man in ladies underwear and like underwear and bra one of them was like a lingerie bodysuit. And I will put these on the Instagram and I will put a warning before them. So that uh, if you desire, you may see them. Yikes. Yikes. I'll probably put them in the end like after the wine and I'll be like, warning, <laughs> warning. <laughs> warning, 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 warning. <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't. Look at these if you don't want to. Unless you want to see a hairy middle-aged man in a child's pair of underwear. Ew. ew oh, ew, makes me want to throw up thinking about it. <laughs> Um, and there, there's multitudes of these, f- and you can find these on Google. Like, these are public. They didn't put the bad ones out, but they put the ones of him just like posing yeah, in the underwear. Yeah.
0: They're not gonna just put his penis
1: everywhere for everybody to see. Yeah, <laughs> that would be illogical <laughs> <laughs> and disgusting.
0: And I would be like, um, why did you put this in the newspaper? I did not. <laughs> Thank is- you. His his <laughs> there crimes- are children. His crimes were severe. Thank you. <laughs> Definitely didn't need to see that. I appreciate it.
1: <laughs> Go just light the newsstand on fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man! So those were published. People saw them. Ugh. So <laughs> it was also said during this time that they believed he had a lot of pedophilic ped. <laughs> pedophilic pedophilic tendencies. How do you say? Pedoph- it? Pedophilic. Pedophilic? Okay. Yes. Pedophilic tendencies. <laughs> I like in my brain could read it and then went, wait a well, minute. Well, I keep thinking of pedophilia. That's what I say. But pedif- pedophilic, yeah. Yeah. He, he was a pedophile. He had a <laughs> lot of those creepy tendencies, damn it. Um, it's And pedophile. this is be- because he possessed underwear from gr- for girls as young as nine years old. That's so gross. Um, and at one point, they did find underage child pornography
0: oh no (sighs) how did his wife not know about this how how
1: you want to be even more annoyed no the plea deal he made oh god wiped the child pornography charges off the table
0: are you kidding me
1: fucking sicko do you know how difficult jail is for like That's probably why he
0: did it. Child sex offenders. Yeah, because they'll fucking beat the shit out of you and you'll be dead.
1: Murder you. Yes, that is. You will not be there very long. The worst things that you could be in prison. There's like prison, and then there's just hell for those people.
0: Uh, Um, and so um, so he made that deal specifically so that wouldn't. uh,
1: He still does become a registered sex offender because obviously he did still commit sex crimes against of age women right um and those did not go away mm-hmm. but the child pornography charges did go away okay. um authorities also found he had kept an incredibly detailed collection of news reports on his own crimes he
0: what basically idiot
1: had a scrapbook of everything he had done on top of all the evidence this man quite literally just like made his own case against him You, you like you want to laugh because it's so fucking stupid. What? He's the worst criminal in the history of criminals.
0: You didn't even try to hide it. He literally
1: didn't, did not.
0: He didn't even try to hide anything. So
1: it only took four days, and his sentencing was read on October twenty second. Nice. This is I don't like this. So many in court said that he actually appeared remorseful.
0: They Love said that
1: at this time, he was 47 years old, um, that when they got to that day of the sentencing, he cried multiple times because he's going to jail. He also issued a handwritten apologies to the deceased victims families. I would not open that. I would immediately. I would literally stand there. I would stand there. Hold there a-, a lighter to it and yes! watch it burn and then drop the
0: flaming note on the ground and walk away. Be like, I'm not reading your fucking apology note. I don't want your bullshit. Fuck you. So I'm gonna move on from this, but fuck you. Listen to this. Oh god. This
1: is no. This is just. Oh, oh okay. This makes it good. Okay, cool. Good, great. I tried to say both, and it was like good. The gruel. Gruel. <laughs> 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 um, his sentencing was as follows. Yay. He received two life sentences for the murders of Jessica and Marie France. He received two 10-year sentences for the sexual assaults and 82 one-year sentences for every break-in slash burglary that he confessed to. He's not ever getting out. (laughs) So, all in all, he received two life sentences topped with 102 years.
0: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I, like, at first, I was like, he only got a year? And I was like, but he committed 82 of them, Nicole. That's 82 fucking years. (laughs) (laughs) he literally has 82 years (laughs) Um.
0: yeah so even if he because he's 50 right or he's almost 50 yeah so even if he served the 82 years and that was the only thing they gave him he'd probably still be dead he'd be very dead He dead 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 so under Canadian law
1: the multiple life sentences means that he must serve a minimum of 25 years before even being eligible for parole awesome because some obviously you can be eligible earlier on. But yeah, Because yeah. he received more than life one, sentences. that cancels that out. Got it. Got it. Um, so at the age of seventy two, he would be eligible for parole. Yeah, but I highly doubt he's going to get it because he has two life sentences in one hundred and two years, and they're going to laugh at him. Um, <laughs> that's just a guess. I mean, who knows? <laughs> I hope. Um, so his sentence also included that he could. Never possess a firearm ever again in his life. So if he does get out of jail, he's never, ever, ever allowed to own a gun. Okay. He he is now registered as a sex offender and will be for life. Nice. His DNA has been recorded into the police database. And, I like this one. There is a $100 victim surcharge per crime.
0: Oh my god,
1: that's a lot of money! $8,600. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh
1: my God. Um, and for those who don't know, a victim surcharge is money taken from the offender and given to the victim's families. Yes. So 8,600 doesn't sound like a lot, but it, it's, it's good. I like it.
0: Yeah. I like it. It's like, fuck you. Give me your money. <laughs> I was like, he, <laughs> he deserves this. You're going to jail and to get some of your money. <laughs> so
1: he issued a statement during the sentencing. And I am going to read it, and it's kind of, you can tell he rambled a little bit. So, like, there's some run-on sentences here, so bear with me trying to read this. Um, Oh, God. Okay. He said, quote, Your Honor, I stand before you indescribably ashamed. I know the crimes I have committed have traumatized many people. The family and friends of Marie France and Jessica Lloyd, in particular, have suffered and continue to suffer profound Desperate pain and sorrow as a result of what I've done. My assaults of Miss Jane Doe and Miss Mazicott have caused them to suffer terribly as well. Numerous victims of the break-and-enters I have committed have been seriously distressed as a result of my having so invaded their most intimate privacy. My family, Your Honor, has been irreparably damaged. The The understandable hatred that was expressed yesterday... Excuse me, and that has been palpable throughout the week has me recognized that most will find it impossible to accept, but the fact is I deeply regret what I have done and the harm I know I have caused to many. I committed despicable crimes, Your Honor, and in the process betrayed my family, my friends and colleagues, and the Canadian force. Boo who You still come into terrible crimes, crimes have in jail. I do not
0: (laughs) feel bad for you, sir. That's like when John Jamelski was like, I just thought I was gonna get parole, right? (laughs) Like, no, um, Mm. that's not how that works. Nope, don't care that you're sorry. You still did it. If you were sorry, you wouldn't have done it. Mm. You wouldn't have done it a second time. Mm. You wouldn't have thought about it. You wouldn't have even thought about it. So, the justice
1: actually believed his apology was sincere. Fuck that! I think it's kind of crap, but he said he thought it was sincere. I Who was like, cares if it's sincere?
0: Who cares?
1: He still did terrible things, but anyway. So, he was still sentenced and got what he got. Okay. Um, um, He was transported from the trial to Kensington Penitentiary to serve his sentence. Kensington actually closed, and he was transported to a maximum security prison in Quebec. Oh, no. Where he still is today. Well, it's good. So, this is my favorite part of this whole thing.
0: Okay, I'm
1: ready. On October 22nd, 2010, Russell was stripped of his commissions, rank, and all awards by the Governor General of Canada. And he was dishonorably discharged. His severance pay was terminated. All the salary he received from the time of his arrest up until the trial was seized. Oh, my God. His uniform was burned. His medals were destroyed. His vehicle was crushed and scrapped. They destroyed everything. Yikes. The only thing that I will say truly pissed me off. He can still receive his pension. He doesn't need his pension in the jails. He still gets it. It's sixty k a year. Fuck that fucker gets sixty thousand dollars a year, and his ass is sitting in jail. Every cent of that should go to that the victims' families. Every cent. Ye- yes. Why does he need yes. money?
0: Yeah. Why does he need money for?
1: You're in jail. Your victims' families deserve it. Go. Yeah. No. Anyway, that pissed me off. It like, I was like, yes, no. (laughs) That's so annoying. I just like that they burned his uniform. Did they do it publicly?
0: Yay, bonfire! They they
1: literally did it as like a symbolic, like, you cannot do this. We will not accept this. Yes. Like, you were a horrible human being and you do not represent our country. And they burned his uniform that had had his name embroidered into it.
0: Hmm. I wonder if another country should maybe take a take a page from that. Yes, because <laughs> there have been some military women killed this year. I know that do not have been killed. Those those cases break my heart. I can't. that the government has not done anything about.
1: My bracelet is stuck to my pants.
0: No. Got it. Okay. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This case makes me mad. So,
1: there were also lawsuits brought against him. So, following the trial, um, the first that brought a lawsuit against him was Jane Doe. Okay. And the second was the family of Jessica Lloyd. Both of these civil suits were brought against not only Russell, but his wife. Um, Yikes. Both of these civil suits ended up being settled in court for an undisclosed amount okay. in 2014. um, There's no information. There's nothing. We don't get that. Um, The third lawsuit, and some of these articles were a little bit old, so they said some of this was still ongoing, and I could not find yeah. anything else. I don't know if they have been resolved. Okay. As far as about 2016, this is what I have. Okay. So the third lawsuit was from Lori Mazzicott, who was one of the assault victims. And this, like I said, was not only against Russell, but his wife and the Ontario Provincial Police. Huh. Okay. She said police failed to warn citizens that there was a predator in the area. Mm. Because many of the breakings had been reported. Some of them had not, but there was 82 of them. Mm. They managed to link 48 of them just by report. Mm -hmm. So they had a solid number of those. Knowing that there was somebody in the area, and they did not warn people that lived there. Mm, that's true. Um, so she also suggested. Um, oh, I'm sorry, that did not come out right. She she said that they also suggested while she was filing her claim against him for the attack. So, like, she went to the she went uh-huh. to the police station to report what happened. Right. They suggested that she was filing a copycat claim. That her claim was not real what they did not believe her
0: um maybe there
1: is a serial rapist maybe there is a serial predator maybe mm. that's why they sound the same because it's the same fucking person doing the same fucking awful things maybe you should listen to them because there's probably a fucking problem you assholes oh my god i go. these sounds too similar. you're a copycat no shithead there's this thing called serial fucking killers rapist you're a freaking police officer what's wrong with you that's so what is stupid. wrong with you So, she said that they, like, didn't believe her. They let her file the report, but they didn't believe her. Um, The police department settled in court. I'm sorry, they settled outside of court in 2015. But the part that she brought against Russell and Mary Elizabeth, his wife, as of 2016, had not been settled. Okay. So... The lawsuits were brought against his wife... Because they believe that she knew of the crimes. And that she failed to report. And I don't know what to believe. To me, I would sit there and be like, how the fuck would you not know this is going on? The the evidence is right in front of you. It's literally throughout your house. In multiple Under his bed? There's boxes and boxes of this shit throughout your basement in your garage. There's a fucking ski mask in the bag next to his bed. Come on. I just, I find it hard to believe that at some point you did not accidentally open one of those boxes being like, oops, I think my old toaster's in here. Oh, no, wait, that's just a bunch of stolen ladies' underwear. Ah, sorry. Like, what? How do you not... It just blows my mind. So, and are they
0: still married? We'll get there. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> I stepped in something.
1: Um, The lawsuit said that Mary Elizabeth not only got her half of the money from selling their home, but she also got Russell's half. Well, yeah, he can't collect it. It was $700,000. How much? Their house was $700,000. Oh my god. Yeah. So, she not only got her half, but she got his half. She says that this is from a post-arrest deal that she made with him. She said that she had made a deal with him when he was arrested that she got the house and he got the cottage. Okay. That's what she says. Nobody's put out proof of this. Those are the claims that were made. I'm not saying which way this goes. Okay. But this is, a, it's a he said, she said situation. Those are the facts. So, okay. okay. <laughs> they're saying that. She used this to prevent his items from being taken into possession by the authorities. She used the money. The seizure of the house. So she got all of the house. It went into her name. So none of it was in his name. So technically, they couldn't come in and take his things anymore because they weren't his things anymore. They were hers. Mm. They said that she did it to protect him. She says no. Nobody knows. But
0: they got his stuff.
1: They got the stuff they needed because he told them where it was. They had already searched the house at this point. So I don't really. He I, lived there. Well, of course they can search it. Yeah. You
0: can, they can search your house even if they think you live there.
1: Yeah. I have no idea. This this was weird to me. A lot of this was like, I don't know. So she said. "Um, There's no fucking evidence of this. She was like. Not only are these... She she was like, these claims... She said they're, quote, frivolous and vexatious. I love that word.
0: Vexatious.
1: <laughs> so, in in case you're not so smart, I had to look these words up. Okay, guys. Oh, okay. I knew you it, didn't know what frivolous was? I knew, I knew what frivolous was, oh, but okay. I did not know what vexatious was. No, like, I didn't know that. And I looked up vexatious and went, I'm just going to look up frivolous so I'm not stupid. And so... Because <laughs> I did the thing where I started second-guessing myself. And so... Frivolous, for those who don't know, is just unworthy of serious attention. And vexatious is like frustrating and distressing and kind of like worrisome. So basically she said these claims were like, they were just crap and didn't warrant attention. anything. Yeah. Um, she like she said, she signed the deal with Russell. Um, she got the money from the house and he did later sell the cottage and he got the money from that. And what happens is he doesn't obviously get the money in hand it's just like he has like an account that it goes into and he can't access it really it's just in his name Mm -hmm. and that money was just it was it ended up being used basically for all of these lawsuits he like didn't really get to control any of it um she never really came out and spoke publicly about these crimes at all she like even upon his arrest there was no interview like anything she never was like what like there was nothing from her nothing that's suspicious to me i would like i feel like at least at some point i would have accidentally walked into a, a reporter that would have been like what do you think and i would have been like i don't fucking know what to think this is fucking weird i wouldn't this went under, on under my nose and i didn't fucking know anything like i'm fucking devastated like something you think like even just a statement being like i did not know like holy crap i'm so sorry to like just nothing that's really suspicious. That's <sighs> really weird. So, um, she she claims she knew nothing, and people were like, "Your house was riddled with evidence, filled with it, riddled." His the whole stash of all of his photos and his videos were there, like everything he had stolen, he'd kept.
0: Like, how do you not like by accident go into the garage one day, and be like, Mm-mm, "I'm just gonna see if this is in this box," and if you just find underwear. Like, how could that have not happened? And
1: guys, I'm gonna put up some pictures. They laid out everything they found, and there's like table after table after table of underwear and bras. And just, like, lingerie, all of the stuff that he stole. And it is so much. Yikes. So much.
0: So, it's
1: mm. hard for me to believe that at some point you didn't accidentally stumble across it. That's just my opinion.
0: Just our opinions.
1: But <sighs> Russell did say during his confession he was worried about how his wife was going to handle it. Um, he said he was worried about them tearing apart her home and that he wanted to minimize his impact on her. So from him, it does kind of sound like she had no idea. At least in his mind. In his, uh, yeah. In his mind, she knew nothing. Huh. Um, Then... That same year that he was sentenced, he she did try to file for divorce. Okay. She actually petitioned the court to redact certain parts of their divorce.
0: So proceedings, yeah, yeah okay, because
1: these files are they're public, right? She you wanted can go them. Find them
0: at, they're public You can go find them at the county clerk office. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Um, She wanted them to redact her financial information and her medical records. The court was like, no, you're not in any danger. There's no reason for us to redact this. The public has the right to this knowledge. There's no, we can't do that. So they refused. Mm -hmm. And as of three years after the trial, they were still married legally. So as of 2013, they still had not been divorced.
0: Even though she tried? Mm-hmm. Was it just because they were going back and forth?
1: I don't know. Huh. And that's the thing. It's like, this just ended. I could not find anything past, like, when it said in 2016 that there were some of these lawsuits still ongoing. None. There was, like, no current articles about him, about the proceedings, so, like, I don't know if this just stopped, if it's just kind of lingering out there. As far as I could see, to me, it sounds like they're still married, <laughs> but I do not know. It could have gone through, and I just didn't find it.
0: So weird.
1: But they were, it's like—
0: sp- It's suspicious, though, that she doesn't want people to know about her finances. And her
1: medical records.
0: Medical records, like, whatever. Like, sure, I don't want people to know what things I have, you know. Okay, I get it. But, like, y- your financials, like.
1: But it's, like, my question is, okay, yeah, your case, the case was, of his case was kind of public. But who do you really think is going to want to go through your divorce filings?
0: No, Nobody. To look at your finances well, and, like. If they're all, if they're all looking at her for lawsuits. They don't want her information or they want her information. So she doesn't want to share it so Mm -hmm. they can't continue. But that makes me suspicious. If you didn't have anything to do with it, just show the evidence that you didn't have anything to do with it. And then they'll be like, no, you don't owe any money. Exactly.
1: I don't. It was weird. Hmm. This whole fucking thing is so weird. So weird. At this point. Russell is 58 years old and still sitting behind bars. Hmm. He hasn't gone anywhere. Um, there was actually a Lifetime movie made about his <laughs> case. Of really? course. Yeah. Um, I did not watch it. <laughs> it it's called An Officer and a Murderer. Um, he was portrayed by Gary Cole. I don't know who that is. Me either. Um, it was released on July 21st of 2012.
0: Hmm. Hmm. But, that is, I don't know what to think about that.
1: I mean, he's he, hes guilty as fuck, and he's Yeah, he's, he's gross. guilty as shit. For her? Yeah, I don't know what to think about her. I'm
0: lost. It's I feel like there's no way you couldn't have known, but I mean, maybe. I don't know, I just think about all the
1: times that, like, I'm at home, and even just in my own bedroom. And I go to get ready for bed at night, and I, Ryan and I have the terrible habit of not making our bed. So, like, I try and fix the sheets before we go to bed, so we're not, like, one person stealing all the blankets already when we go to sleep. And, like, I'll walk around the bed, and I pick things up, and, like, if there's, like, if there's shit next to Ryan's nightstand, I'll, like, put his shoes in the closet, or... Yeah. Like, just close the blinds. I'm, like, I feel like at some point, I would have at least, like, moved the bag that was next to the bed. And and been, like, what's this? Hon, why the fuck is there a ski mask in the bag next to the bed? Um... Like, I don't know. I'm constantly going through boxes. I can't tell you how many times growing up my mom would send me into the basement and be like, there's there's a box, like, somewhere on that shelf over there. Like, it's one of these. It's like one of these, like, four or five boxes. Can you figure out which one has the old blender in it or something? Like. Yeah, exactly. And I've had to dig through. numerous. That's batches. what I'm
0: saying. Like, how could you not have been like, oh, I need to find this thing, gone into the fucking garage, looked through a bunch of boxes and pulled that off the shelf. Exactly. How. How? And I mean, maybe, yeah, you saw it. But then you were like, oh, don't want anything to do with this. And you put it away. But you could have been like, listen, I saw that. And I just I couldn't handle it. I didn't know what to think of it. You know what I mean? I mean. It, it's It
1: would have been fully acceptable to be like, I panicked. I found this box of lady stuff and I didn't know what to do. So my brain just. Because you do. You did sometimes... they have any kids? No, they never had children. So it's not like
0: you could say that this 12-year-old pair of underwear was your, like, like yeah. some hand-me-down that had gotten lost in the fucking abyss of your garage. Exactly. It's, it's definitely not yours.
1: The most, like, literally the most I could see is her being like, okay, I, I did find it. But, like, I straight up panicked and my brain just, like, shut down and I just closed the box and walked away and, and forgot about it. Like, I had to force myself to forget about it because I didn't know what else to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
1: you knew, like, saying anything about it would be s- going out against your husband, right? And she panicked. And uh, it sounds terrible, but like it would have been at least
0: an, like a reasonable psychological response, exactly. But she just like was nobody
1: until after the trial and all these loose these suits. Loo <laughs> lawsuits lawsuits came about. Hmm. It's just weird is so weird and like her husband was all over the place and i get it he was probably gone a lot for the for the his job for the job yeah. like i don't know i don't know i just feel like there had to be something i mean i don't know i guess
0: some people are oblivious i don't know they just don't want to think that th- that that would be possible yeah yeah so weird oh my god I hate this case I I mean I'm glad because he basically like hung himself he like Mm -hmm. he fucking laid his own bed he made his own bed now he's fucking laying it oh yeah for a long long time (laughs) for a long fucking time but those poor poor everybody in that whole situation Mm -hmm. like ugh how terrifying for those two women who were assaulted for the women who were murdered like that's, just it's awful. I mean, even those people having their houses broken into, like that's just such an invasion of privacy. It's it it's scary in its own way, you know. It's not the not definitely not the same. I'm sorry, I, but
1: it's I mean, I not know not the, the same as being sexually assaulted and murdered. I know that I I would not sleep the same if I had thought somebody had been in my house. Yeah,
0: exactly. I so, freaking
1: be laying in my bed with a freaking shotgun. I'd be like, <laughs> but I don't give a shit
0: if that judge thought his apology was was sincere. I don't care if your apology was sincere. You fucking did these things. Yeah. Like we've got cares. We've got you
1: with evidence in every way, shape, and form. And obviously you're not that and obviously you're not that sorry because you videotaped it so you could watch it again. Well that's there was some there was like a lot of psychological evaluation of him and they talked about the fact that him documenting so precisely and so like frequently was just like his way of being able to rel- relive literally every second of what he did. From photos and videos, he could literally just- If you did
0: that, you're Basically not fucking sorry.
1: walk himself through the moment again.
0: Yeah, you're not fucking sorry.
1: But my whole thing is, why? Where did this
0: come from? Nature. What happened? This is an argument where it's nature versus nurture. Sometimes it is nurture. Sometimes it is nature. Sometimes it's a combination. Sometimes it's a combination of th- of both. But, like, it can literally just be your brain. You could have just snapped. It's just your fucking brain. It's just, it's so... I
1: think it's one of the first times that I've ever seen such a horrific case for somebody that basically had a normal life. Yeah. He... Had a good job. They said he was a fantastic pilot. He was like one of the best pilots they had. They loved him. They said he did great work. His wife was talented. She was beautiful. They were married happily. Like he graduated college. He
0: was. It's not even to say like there wasn't like. And it's like, you know, there wasn't even some accident that could have caused any brain damage that could have done it. It's like literally nothing.
1: He just one day all of a sudden was like, I'm going to break into somebody's house. That's so weird. It's so weird. And I just, like, I don't know what to do
0: with that. i was so confused. But, I mean, they Something. really don't know nature versus nurture. Mm-hmm. Whether it's one or the other.
1: Sometimes it just happens. Yeah. Some people just have that gene and it just...
0: It's just going to pop up at yeah. some point. It
1: comes to the surface one day. <laughs> if you were like,
0: whoop, there it is.
1: Oh, yeah, I want to kill somebody. Um, oh my God. But it's, uh, yeah.
0: Wow, what a doozy.
1: I. Christ. I was cool, reading through this. What a this doozy.
0: I, really, I was like, because, okay,
1: the first thing I saw about this was you sent me an article yeah. that had like multiple Canada- Canadian cases. Yeah. <laughs> Canadian Canadia cases. Uh, can- Canadian cases. And it was one it was, I think it was the last one in the article. And it got to the point where it said he had stolen all the underwear and like catalogued it neatly. And I was like, What? what? And I was like, I gotta learn more
0: about this. Military. Right?
1: And then mm-hmm. and then it hit the point where I was reading through this and went, I really wish I chose another one. Oh
0: that's, <laughs> that's what happened to me last <laughs> I week. I was like, like yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> and it went downhill so fast how this happen <laughs> it's like jesus christmas i can't
0: oh my god oh we're both yawning because uh, cri- it's late
1: <laughs> it be 10 p.m <laughs>
0: it be 10 p.m friends
1: boys are downstairs having a time
0: yes they are they
1: better have fucking food
0: my God! If they don't, I'm gonna kill them.
1: Y'all, we told them to order dinner before we started recording because we're both starving. They don't got food. There's gonna be hell to pay. We're gonna get Taco Bell. They're gonna be the next freaking podcast episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not really. We'll just don't, go get Taco Bell. Don't
1: get in the way of us and food. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that is the exceptionally fucked up case of Russell Williams.
0: I, just, I can't. I'm speechless. It's awful. I don't know what to say. Yikes.
1: I know what you can say. You can tell them where to find us.
0: Oh, my God. What a good segue. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, guys. So if you'd like to follow us on the social medias, if you don't already, we're pretty cool. We're fun. So follow us. Um, we're funny like us. Thank you for liking and subscribing. <laughs> um, you can follow us on the Facebook and on Instagram at Buzzkillerspodcast. buzzkillers podcast and on Twitter at BuzzKillerspod. pod buzzkillers pod um you can also find us on YouTube hey y'all yeah you 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 <laughs> if you want to follow us on YouTube if we get to 100 subscribers you can find us more easily but right now you have to look up BuzzKil- buzzkillers semicolon a true crime podcast
1: buzzkillers colon a true crime podcast
0: And if you would like to learn a little bit more about us, or the wines we drink, or find all of these things, you can find us at buzzkillerspodcast.com. Did I say that right? Buzzkillerspodcast.com. I haven't done this like in a while, so (laughs) I was like, did I say it right? And you can also send us a little message there if you want, but if you don't want to, you can also send it straight to our little Gmail address, and that's buzzkillerspodcast at gmail.com. Buzzkillerspodcast.com. At gmail.com. <laughs> you can listen to us anywhere you get your podcast, but more specifically, you can listen to us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google podcast Amazon Music Slash Audible, um, Pandora. And there's one more. I heard radio. <laughs> oh, sorry, I feel like that's the one I always forget. That's the one we joined last. <laughs> so, <laughs> um so you can listen to us on all those places and um Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> oh
1: wait. When this comes out Nope, it'll be after submissions, won't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. We've been if g- you guys haven't been looking at our social media, we've been accepting submissions for um cases. Um, I mean we could you, still probably put one in. I was gonna say we'd if you, love it if
1: you still want to hit us up. You, we just gave you the email. We gave you the Instagram direct yeah, message just,
0: us. Just and any of our on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, exactly. just email us if you have a case suggestion. We want to cover your cases in the month of May. Yes, we do. And so, um, send us whatever. Send us a topic. Send us your hometown case. Send us a case you find interesting. Yep. Um, whatever, whatever. And we want, we want to hear from you. We want you. You. And we keep pointing, but you're not here. <laughs> <laughs> so. Pretend we're standing
1: in front of you, pointing.
0: You. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's that.
1: <laughs> Can't. Anyway. Oh, my God.
0: Oh. What else? Anything else? I don't know. I think that's it. All right. Well, we'll be back at you guys next week with some more Canadian true crime. Um, We've got two more cases in the month of April, and then we get on to our Manic May. My God, it's April already. I know. Isn't that crazy? That's terrible. I can't even think about that. I don't like it. Um, (laughs) 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 But we love you guys so much, and thank you so much for listening. Oh, and thank you for 3,000 downloads. Hell yeah. We are, and it's even more than that now, and... Yes, I'm, it is. We're just like in fucking awe of you guys, and that you like us. You like us. You really like us. Woo! And um, you think we're funny, and I'm gonna keep talking about the mouth feels.
1: All the mouth feels. All
0: the mouth feels. So um, more mouth feels next time with different wine. Yeah, we've got so we got so many wines, y'all.
1: We got the Michael David Winery of Michael David Wineries. We got the one that we have been craving. We got the shark. We got the Chardonnay.
0: We got it. So we're excited. We might use that next week or the week after. Who knows? Who cares? We've got so many. We got <laughs> so much coming up. But like I said, we chose enough wines for a millennia. Hell it's not, yes, it's we not did. really. It's <laughs> for like a month, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. go <laughs> anyway, anyway, guys, we love you so much, and keep listening. And um, we love you so much. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>